Thank you for tuning in to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, January the 31st. We pray that you and your families are doing well, that you're in good health, and you're prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Brother D'Angelo Simmons has COVID-19. He is recovering and doing a little better. Sister Tamisha tested negative, but she is going to isolate and quarantine for 10 days. They will be retested soon. They both send their love and thank everyone for the prayers and the text messages. Continue to keep both of them in your prayers. Brother Vernon Bond and his wife also tested positive for COVID-19 and are quarantined and recovering at home for now. Please continue to pray that they will recover soon. Church, let's just continue to pray for all of our sick, our shut-in, our bereaved elderly and traveling members and their families. Continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages when you can. They are greatly appreciated. Brother Kance will continue his study from the book of Genesis today. The lesson text will come from Genesis chapter 41, verses 37 through 57. The lesson is titled, Pharaoh Promotes Joseph. Please tune in and study along with Brother Kance anytime on the Lord's Day. You can contact Brother Kance with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kance.com at gmail.com. This Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m., I invite you to participate in our midweek conference call Bible study. Our study is titled, Lord, I Need an Attitude Adjustment, focusing on a series of lessons from the first four chapters of the book of Malachi. This week, we will continue lesson six, which is titled, God Has Something to Say About Who You Marry taken from Malachi chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Please make plans to join us this Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Church, as the COVID-19 virus continues to hit closer to home, please be even more vigilant and on guard. Vaccines are slowly rolling out, and there is still an air of uncertainty and confidence in them. Also, as new strains of the virus continue to spread, please observe all public CDC mandates. Continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, and continue to social distance. Also, pray for the safety of our school administrators, teachers, and students as plans to reopen schools are now in progress. This concludes our updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's good to see this number that's here with us uh, this morning on this Lord's Day, a day that God has blessed us with. Uh, so we appreciate seeing each and every one of you on this Lord's Day as we have assembled to worship God in spirit and in truth. I hope there are many others that are tuning in this morning on our podcast for our service on this Lord's Day. This is the Lord's Day, a day that God expects his children, his people, to worship him on the Lord's Day. So we hope that many others are tuning in. 
We want to continue to pray for one another, still in our absence of being around each other on a mass scale. So we want to continue to pray for one another. And again, uh, do what you can to contact your brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, gave some homework out. Uh, Mother so, and I know some of you told Mother Day, hey, I'm still doing my homework, and that's good because we do want to keep in touch if all possible. So let's continue to do that. I don't see any unfamiliar faces, but if you are a visitor, we want to welcome you here. We have an extensive uh, sick list. We want to continue to keep our brothers and sisters in prayer. Uh, Sister Robbie Roberts uh, is in a hospital. She is in Southern Hills hospital at this time and asking for our prayers. I'm told that she is kind of improving somewhat, so we want to continue to keep Sister Robbie in our prayers. Sister Baskerville is home. Uh, she went through several series of surgeries. She is home. Her son is taking care of her, and he's asking for us to continue to keep her in prayer also. Sister Veronica Warren is asking for prayers for her family. Also, she stated that Sister Mary Barnes is doing better but still under the weather, so let's keep them in our prayer also. Uh, Sister Liggs is uh, not here this morning. John says she's battling with gout, so let's keep Sister Liggs also in our prayer. Sister Shante uh, Thomas has, uh, has not been feeling well the last few days, and their family is asking for our prayers. Sister Pillar is asking for prayers of health for her niece, Tammy, uh, so simply asking for prayers for their health. So again, quite a few that are on our sick list, and we want to continue to pray for one another. Also, along with that prayer church, extend yourselves to see what you can do for those that are sick. We want to keep the, uh, the Spivey family in our prayers also on today. Uh, Shalanda and Kiwana's brother, William Barnes, the services will be held today. Uh, that is visitation with the family from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. on this day, January 24th, at the Mount Gilead Missionary Baptist Church at 901 Ackland Avenue. And again, that is today. So their family has been hit hard uh, with sickness and with death, and we are truly praying for all of you all. Let's keep the prayer for bereavement also for those that are, are bereaving. Hope that all are still tuning in to our weekly podcast and our weekly conference call. On the Lord's Day, Brother Kent uh, does the podcast Bible study, and hope that all are tuning in to that. And on Wednesday, the conference call at 7.15 p.m., Brother William Carruthers teaches that class. We appreciate those brethren for extending themselves and hope that many are taking advantage of studying together on those times. Again, if you are uh, not assembling, we do hope that you will continue to send in your offering uh, to Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ, Nashville, Tennessee, 37204, P.O. Box 41648. We have a card, sincere thanks. It was deeply appreciated. Thank you so much for the calls, the text message, and the flowers. Then uh, this comes from Sister Asia Lawrence, thanking Lawrence Avenue for acts of kindness during the passing of her grandmother. I think that concludes our announcements. Our order of service today, singing Brother Trenton Moore, scripture reading and prayer, and Brother Corey Spivey, 
Our sermon this morning, Brother Robert McClain, prayer for offering and for the Lord's Supper, Brother, Ty Brother Tyrone Moore, and our benediction prayer, Brother Timmy Jackson, and our closing song will be Brother Micah Jackson. So again, welcome, and now let us prepare ourselves for our morning worship. Good morning. My first song for this morning will be page 984. 984. We bow down. We will sing both verses. All found? Let's sing. You are Lord of creation and Lord of my life, Lord of the land and the sea. You were Lord of the heavens before there was time, and Lord of all lords you will be. We bow down and we worship you, Lord, we bow down. And we worship you, Lord, we bow down. And we worship you, Lord, Lord of all lords you will be. You are King of creation and King of my life, King of the land and the sea. You were King of the heavens before there was time, and King of all kings you will be. We bow down, and we crown you the king. We bow down, and we crown you the king. We bow down, and we crown you the king. King of all kings you will be. All right, our next song will be page 819. 819. I shall not be moved. We sing all four verses. All found? Let's sing. Glory, hallelujah, I shall not be moved. Angered in Jehovah, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the wall, altars I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Altars I shall not be moved. In his love abiding, I shall not be moved. And in him confiding, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Altars I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Altars I shall not be moved. Though all hell assail me, I shall not be moved. Jesus will not fail me, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the wall. 
Hearts shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Hearts shall not be moved. Though the tempest rages, I shall not be moved. On the rock of ages, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Hearts I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the wall. Hearts I shall not be moved. We'll not be led scripture reading in prayer. Good morning. Good morning. Scripture reading this morning will be taken from First Thessalonians chapter five. The verses will be four through nine. Again, that is First Thessalonians chapter five, verses four through nine. From the New King James Version it reads, but you brethren are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. I've read unto you 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses four through nine. Let us now pray. Most gracious God, we approach that throne of grace this morning with our heads bowed down, thanking you for another opportunity to be able to come here this morning to fellowship one with another, to sing praises unto your name, and ultimately to give ourselves away in, in worship this morning to Heavenly Father. We pray that you will prepare our hearts and prepare the minds that are not already prepared to worship you this day. We pray that our hearts and our minds will be locked in on the word that we're about to receive. They will be locked in on the words that we sing, the prayers that are given up to Heavenly Father. Prepare our minds to, to give of our means and to remember the day that your Lord, that your Son was betrayed and crucified to Heavenly Father. We pray that the things that we will do this day, that we will say, that we will think, will be pleasing, will be acceptable to your eyesight, dear Heavenly Father. We're praying at this time for this country who's going through a, a transition of power. We pray that it will be received better than it has been these past years, dear Heavenly Father. We pray that regardless of whatever is going on, we pray that we as your kingdom represent you well, that we do not be in fear through the things that are going on, dear Heavenly Father, but that we keep our feet planted in, in truth and that we stand firm on it, dear Heavenly Father. We're praying for this congregation, for those that are sick, those that are shut in, dear Heavenly Father, those that are going through bereavement. We pray that you will be with them. We pray that we will uh, always be looking to meet their needs, dear Heavenly Father, reaching out our hands, 
always keeping them on our minds to Heavenly Father, thinking of ways that, that we can meet their needs, that we can uh, be able to give them whatever it is that they are in need of at this time to Heavenly Father. We pray that we would do this with a mindset of joy, with a mindset of thanksgiving to Heavenly Father for the opportunity to serve one another. We pray that you will continue to give this congregation the things that we need uh, as far as leadership, as far as us as sheep following the leadership to Heavenly Father, even those things that we need financially to keep this up and running to Heavenly Father. We pray that all the things that we are doing at this time will be pleasing, will be acceptable in your eyesight to Heavenly Father. Those things that are not up to your standard, not up to par to Heavenly Father, we pray that you make us aware of them, that we may change them, and that we may better ourselves in these things to Heavenly Father. We're so thankful for your darling Son, Jesus Christ, and it is in his name we do pray and ask all these things. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to mark it, our song of invitation will be page 29. Our song of invitation will be page 29. All to Jesus I surrender. Now let's notice page 977. 977. The battle belongs to the Lord. We will sing all three verses. All found? Let's sing. In heavenly armor will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power and strength to the Lord. When the power of darkness comes in like a flood, the battle belongs to the Lord. He's raised up a standard, the power of his blood. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power and strength to the Lord. When your enemy presses and hard do not fear, the battle belongs to the Lord. Take courage, my friend, your redemption is near. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, Power and strength to the Lord, and we sing glory, honor, power and strength to the Lord, and we sing glory. It is so good to see each of you this morning, those who have assembled in their homes, we certainly appreciate you as well. We are truly grateful that God has blessed us. With this another opportunity that 
we might be able to assemble ourselves together for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Number 29 will be our song of invitation. The song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you're here this day and have not as of yet surrendered your life in obedience to the gospel, it's our prayer that you would do so today. The Bible teaches us that we obey the gospel by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized for the remission of forgiveness of our sins. Also, if you're here today and you are a member of the body of Christ, but you've examined your life as we all are asked to do, and through your examination, perhaps you realize you, you're not living the life that the Lord would have you to live. It's our prayer that you too would come forward at the time of the singing. And once again, as the Bible teaches us all to do, confess your faults one to another, that we should pray, pray one for another. Now, if you have your Bibles, and I hope we all do, Let us once again turn to our reading in 1 Thessalonians, the chapter is 5, and we want to look again at verses 4 through 9, chapter 5, verses 4 through 9, and it reads, but ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God had not appointed us to wrath, but to obtaining salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. We want to get our thought today from verse 9 where it says, For God had not appointed us to wrath, but to obtaining salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's use for a thought today, delivered from the appointment to wrath. Delivered from the appointment to wrath. 
God is a loving, gracious, long-suffering, and forgiving God. As we find the Bible tells us in 1 John 4 and verse 10, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the perpetuation for our sins. Also, we find the Bible saying in Ephesians, the chapter is 2, verses 8 and 9. For we are what? Saved by grace. We are saved by grace through faith. And that's not of yourself. And that's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. It is the gift of God. Not of works. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Lest any man should boast. Also, we find the Bible telling us in the Roman letter, the chapter is 2, if I may read. Romans 2, beginning with verse 4. The Bible says, Or despise thou the riches of his goodness, forbearance, long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. But after thy hardness and impentant heart treasures up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patience continues in well-doing, seeking for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doth evil of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. The Bible also reveals that God will punish evildoers. Romans 1 and verse 18. The Bible says what? Romans 1, 18. And knoweth his will. Oh, 18. Romans 1 and verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. In 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, the chapter is 1, beginning with verse 7, if I may. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with 
his mighty angels and flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and they that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. In the Thessalonians epistles, Paul discussed the wrath of coming. There is coming a wrath. 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 10. Wrath is coming upon those who reject Christ. 1 Thessalonians 2 and verse 16. There are certain people appointed to wrath. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 9. The word wrath is orange in the original. We find in 1 Thessalonians 1, 1 to 10, 2nd, chapter 2, 16, and 5, 9. This word, or, suggests a more subtle and abiding condition of mind, frequent with the view of taking revenge. The other word translated wrath is thumos, Romans 18. Found 18 times, I'm sorry, found 18 times in the New Testament. Ten of these in Revelation. Thumos indicates a more agitated condition of feeling a feeling of strong displeasure. There are three important aspects of God's wrath which this lesson will discuss. First of all, the reason that truth is important. There's no basic to really appreciate the love of God unless one realizes the horror of being condemned by sin. In John 3 and verse 16, the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In Romans chapter 5, Romans 5, <clears throat> let's look at verses 6 through 10. If I may read, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preventure for a good man someone even dare to die. 
But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more now than being now, much more being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. One cannot really see the tragedy of sin apart from the understanding of the consequences of sin. Romans 6 and 23. The wedges of sin is death. The wedges of sin is death. Romans 2 and verse 5, if you have it. Romans 2 and verse 5. Let's see what the Bible says there. Romans 2 and verse 5. But after the hardness, 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 and impenitent heart, treasure up, up against, up unto thyself wrath, against the day of wrath, and revelations of the righteous judgment of God. Unless the sinner is convicted of the seriousness of sin, why would he or she want to repent? Let's go to Matthew, the 11th chapter. Matthew 11. Let's look at verses 20 through 24 where we find Jesus attempting to get people to repent by reminding them of the judgment and danger of being condemned. Matthew 11, beginning with verse 20. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works was done, because they repented not. Woe unto these Chorazin, woe unto thee Bethsaida, for if the mighty works which were done in you has been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell, for it the mighty works which have been done in thee has been done in Sodom. It would have remained unto this day. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. Again, we find here Jesus attempting to get people to repent by reminding them of the judgment and the danger of being condemned. The Bible doctrine of hell 
should cause one living in sin to reconsider his or her life. Let's go to Mark. The chapter is 9. Mark chapter 9. Let's look at verses 43 through 48. Mark chapter 9. And if thy hand offend thee. Listen up now. If thy hand offend thee. Cut it off. Do what? Cut it off. Cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed. It is better for thee to enter life maimed. Than having two hands to go into hell. Having two hands to go into hell. Into now, now wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's look at this. Now Jesus did not mean for you to cut your hand off. What he means is whatever part of your body, if it's your hand that's leading or causing you to sin, you control that part. You control that part because you don't want to go to hell. Keep reading. And to the fire that shall never be quenched, where the worm dieth not. Where the worm dieth and what? Dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee. If I what? Foot. If thy foot offend thee. Cut it off. Cut it off. Again, not literally cut it off, but control it. Read. It is better for thee to enter how in life than having two feet to be cast into hell. Than to be cast into hell. Into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where the fire is never quenched. Where the worms dieth not. Where the worm dieth not. And the fire is not quenched. And the fire is not quenched. And if thy eye offend thee. If thy, listen up now. If thy eye offend thee. Pluck it out. Pluck it out. It Again, is, do not, <clears throat> he does not mean for you to tear your eye out. We need to understand this now. But control your eyes. Mm -hmm. What are you looking at? <laughs> huh? Mm -hmm. That's causing you to sin. Stop looking at it. Sometimes, uh, uh, nowadays, it's kind of hard to watch TV without something popping up. To Can't go to the read, keep reading, would you? It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God. Into the kingdom of God. With one eye. With one eye. Than having two eyes to be cast into hell's fire. And having two eyes to be cast into hell. Where the worms die not. Where the worm dieth not. And, and the, the fire, fire is, not, is quenched. not quenched. Again. You do not want to go to hell. Right. And whatever might be causing you. To be on your way there to hell, you need to control that. Yes, sir. 
You don't want to go to hell. Where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The seriousness of sin. <clears throat> One cannot appreciate the wonderful nature of salvation unless he or she realizes he's been saved from wrath. 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 10. We read that. Deliverance is from wrath. That is literally, we are delivered right out of wrath. The people who were delivered from wrath to come were delivered by the Lord through the gospel. The gospel had come to them, 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 5. They had received the gospel, that is God's word, 1 Thessalonians 2.13. And they had been called by the gospel, 2 Thessalonians 2.13 and 14. Whereunto he called you by the gospel. To obtaining salvation. Second, deliverance from the wrath to come. The revelation of wrath. God's wrath has been revealed. Romans 1 and verse 18. It has been revealed. In the price Jesus paid for sin. Let's go to Romans 5. Let's read that again. Romans 5. Let's read verses again, verses 6 through 10. For when we were yet without strength. When we were yet without strength. That is a way. To be delivered from the wrath to come. For when we were yet without strength. In due time Christ died for the ungodly. In due time Christ, Christ died for us. <clears throat> for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But peradventure for a good man one would even Dare to die. But God commended his love towards us. But God commended his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners. While we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Christ died for us. Read. Much more than. Much more than being now justified by his blood, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. We shall be saved from wrath. Read. Through him. Through him. But for if when we were enemies, if when we were yet enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. We were reconciled. How were we reconciled? By, by the death of his son. Much more. Much more. Being reconciled. 
we shall be saved. Being reconciled, we shall be saved. By his life. By his what? His life. By his righteousness. His life. Read. And not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. We're saved from wrath by his death. If we look at the price Christ paid for sin, we can see the serious nature of man's sin. When we look at Isaiah, we think about what all of Christ went through. Isaiah 53, verses 4 through 6. The Bible says he was what? Wounded for our transgression. Isn't that what it says? Isaiah 53, verses 4 through 6. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The Lord laid upon him the price of our sins. Jesus died. To deliver us from the wrath to come. Are you in Isaiah? Yeah. 53. Let's look at verses 4 through 6. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Mm-hmm. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Read. But he was wounded for our transgressions. For whose transgression? For our transgressions. Transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our the peace. The chastisement of our peace. Was upon him. Was laid upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. With his stripes we are healed. And we like sheep has gone astray. All we like sheep. Had gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. We had turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him. The Lord had laid on him. The iniquity of us all. The iniquity of us all. Christ died. That we might be saved. Delivered from the wrath to come. God's wrath has been revealed in statements relative to the fate of sinful men. When we look at 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 7 through 9 again, to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and they that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord 
and the glory of his power. God's wrath shall be revealed in actuality when Christ comes. The day of wrath, Romans 2, 5, is coming. The day of wrath when evil men shall be punished is identified as the day of judgment in 2 Peter 2 and verse 9. The day of judgment is identified with the second coming of Christ, 2 Peter 3. Verse 7, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. As some men count slackness, but he is long-suffering. And every time I look at that, I'm so glad he's long-suffering. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. When Christ shall come, those who had not obeyed the gospel shall be punished with everlasting destruction. Everlasting destruction. The Thessalonians who obeyed the gospel had been delivered from the wrath to come. 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 10. Those who are in sin, who refuse to obey the gospel, are appointed to wrath. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 9. Third, the righteous wrath of God, the Bible speaks of in 2 Thessalonians 1 and verse 6. It is a righteous thing with God means by the side of God and from God's standpoint. If God is a holy God and he is, how could he condone sin? And let sin go unpunished. Hebrews 1 and verse 9. The love of righteousness means the, hate, the hatred of iniquity. Psalms 119, 104. 2 Thessalonians 1 and verse 6. Note the word recompense. In the Greek carries with it a notion of something that is due. If this is a moral universe, sin cannot go unpunished. Galatians 7, uh, 6, I'm sorry, verses 7 and 8. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. He that soweth to the flesh shall reap 
corruption. He that soweth to the Spirit shall reap life everlasting. God is not mocked. In other words, we don't look at this book, the New Testament, and see what God has to say about sin and, and kind of say like we do when sometimes people talk to us about different things. Oh, I don't. You don't do God that way. You might do it. But if you don't repent of your sins, you're going to be punished with everlasting destruction. As we go to our conclusion, those who live in sin, we find are referred to as children of wrath. Ephesians 2 and verse 3. Erring, sinful Christians are in danger of God's wrath. Ephesians 5, 6, Colossians 3, 6. The gospel is still God's power to save men from sin and the ultimate consequence of sin, namely hell. Romans 1, verses 16 through 18. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believed, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Have you obeyed the gospel? Are you in need of restoration to faithful Christian living? Whatever the case might be with you, I pray that you would respond today as we all stand and sing. His presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior. Surrender all. Oh.
unto Jesus I surrender humbly at his feet I bow worldly pleasures all forsaken take me Jesus take me now I surrender all I surrender all all to thee my blessed Savior I surrender all Once again we want to thank Brother McLean for another wonderful message Amen. We need to be reminded of, of that even with all that's going on we still got to be watchful because we can still slip up and fall and we need to get it right because <laughs> there is a day coming y'all sometimes we just get caught up in the everyday life to life and we don't really stop and think you know we we say it but you know the lord could come today <laughs> are we ready <laughs> that's the question enough said if not we need to get ready thank you brother mclean wonderful message sister deborah bell is coming she is thanking the congregation for their prayers and asking uh for continued prayers on behalf of her uh at the time of her getting her vaccination uh she's doing fairly well with that but she's also asking uh, that we continue to pray also for her colleagues at work that are still having some sickness even after they've had the vaccination. So let's continue to pray for them all. Pray with me, church. Heavenly Father, we come to thee thanking thee for the message that was granted unto us today. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all of your word and all that you've done for us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending your Son to die for us, giving us a chance to get it right. And Heavenly Father, we do not always get it right, Heavenly Father, and for that reason, we ask that you would please forgive us of our sins. Help us and strengthen us, Heavenly Father, and help us to be better Christians in the future than we have been in the past. We pray, Heavenly Father, for those that are sick and those that are afflicted, those, Heavenly Father, that are dealing with the uh, sickness of the vaccinations, those, Heavenly Father, that are just dealing with other sicknesses and, and things that they are trying to combat with, we ask that you would please grant them the things in which you see they stand in need of. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you'd please bless those that are bereaved at this time. Bless the Spivey family, Heavenly Father, and all those, Heavenly Father, that are dealing with bereavement at this time. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would not let us forget those of this congregation who are sick and those that have been sick for a while, those that are 
our elderly members, those that are not able to come out because of sickness. Help us to remember, Heavenly Father, the, the, the Baskervilles and Sister Bass and Brother Clay Brooks and all of those, Heavenly Father, that we have not been able to see for a while. We ask that you would continue to bless them and strengthen them, Heavenly Father, and guide them through. <clears throat> those, Heavenly Father, that have not been able to be able to come out and join us because of the pandemic, we ask that you be with them as well. Help lift this pandemic, Heavenly Father. Please let the vaccine work. And please let it lift that we can be together once again. Thank you for all your goodness and your love. Continue to guide us in the name of Christ. Amen. I know the Lord will find a way for me. I know the Lord will find a way for me. If I walk in heaven's light, shun the wrong and do the right, I know the Lord will find a way for me. Won't it be grand to hear him say, well done. Won't it be grand to hear him say, well done. If I walk in heaven's light, shun the wrong and do the right, won't it be grand to hear him say, well done. We want to thank Brother McLean for that message. Now as we focus on the collection, the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, let's notice page 511. 511. Off we come together. And we will sing all three verses. Off, huh? Let's see. Off we come together, off we sing and pray. Here we bring our offering on this holy day. Help us, Lord, thy love to see. May we all in truth and spirit worship Thee. May we keep in memory all that Thou hast said. May we truly worship as we eat the bread. Help us, Lord, Thy love to see. May we all in truth and spirit worship Thee. May we all in spirit all with one accord 
Take this cup of blessing given by the Lord. Help us, Lord, thy love to see. May we all in truth and spirit worship Thee. Let us give thanks for the collection. Our Father which art in heaven, you such a good God. Heaven Father, you allow us to work from day to day and from week to week, you allow us, Heavenly Father, to have means of being able to take care of our families. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything that you've given that pertains to life and godliness. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that we do not take these things for granted. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we, as, as we give, we give in a way we will be pleasing and accept to thee, that you will get all praise and honor for it. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we give like we know that all these things belong to you and you only should we serve. Heavenly Father, we pray for the collection that will be taken up. We pray it will be used in a way will be pleased and accepted to thee. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Now we'll come down to this part of the service. We remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on him down on the cross of the sins of mankind that through his death and suffering we all may have that right to the tree of life and have a privilege to serve him which is the true and living God. In Matthew, the chapters 26, in the verses 26, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread, he blessed it, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples and said, take eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which was shed for many for remission of sins. Let us give thanks. Most glorious and all wise, mighty God, our heavenly Father, the God that giveth and the God that taketh away. Blessed be thy name. Heavenly Father, we are thankful, most thankful, Heavenly Father, for your, your sending your only begotten Son to die on the cross of the sins of mankind, that through his death and sufferings we might have the right and a chance to be with you in heaven if we live faithful unto death. We pray, Heavenly Father, as we go through this day, go through this life, that we do not take this for granted of your Son dying on the cross of the sins of mankind. At this time, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your Son's body and his precious blood that was shed on the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now you can prepare for you, the body and the blood. Take of the body. And also the blood. And after the supper had ended, it went out to the Mount Calvary. They have two additional announcements. Uh, Brother White uh, is still receiving treatment for shingles, uh, so keep him in prayer. He is improving, but still dealing with the medication and treatment for shingles, so let's keep him in prayer. Uh, also, Brother uh, Otis asked us to pray last week for a minister. What was his name, Brother Otis? Compton? Connor. Connor. Uh, uh, yes. 
uh, who he asked for prayers last week for uh, for a minister who uh, was in COVID, uh, had COVID-19. Uh, and he, we did learn through the podcast, uh, through the conference call Wednesday, that he did pass. So we want to keep uh, the Connor family in our prayers. Uh, and others who are, are battling and dealing with uh, this serious virus, uh, let's continue to keep them in prayer also. Thank you. Good morning. Let us put notes page 970. That is page 970. Step by step. All found, let us stand and sing. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. I will follow you all of my days, and I will follow you all of my days. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. Let us bow. Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you for allowing us to see another day that was not promised to us. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to worship you today, the Heavenly Father, which is your day. We pray that everything that was said today, um, all the fellowship, the Heavenly Father, that we are able to keep that in our hearts and we're able to share that with others, the Heavenly Father. The Heavenly Father, we now come to you and pray you to please give us the, um, the, the safety that we need to reach our destinations. Also, dear Father, we pray that you give us the blessing of being able to return again, dear Father, to worship you on your day again. These and many other blessings we ask in our son's name. Amen. Amen. Amen.